Good morning, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm out here in Evansburg State Park this morning. I left the house pretty early and so I could get out here, and I know the Spirit just moved me that I was supposed to go walking this morning instead of this evening. Who knows, I might do both. You just never know with this Holy Spirit. We just do whatever we do. I'll tell you what, it's an amazing walk. The Sevensburg State Park has all kinds of trails going everywhere for people and horses and all kinds of stuff, mountain bikes. So it's a great park because it's got miles and miles of trail and all kinds of different terrain. So you're not always looking at the same thing. So it's just beautiful out here. Hate to even tell you that because then you might want to come check out my park and the next thing you know is there'll be... A lot of people in trails where there used to be no one, but hey, that's kind of the way of it, right? We got to share. <coughs> oh, bless me, friends. So I'm out here in Evansburg State Park, just enjoying the morning. And I was talking to the Holy Spirit, and well, we were having a conversation, and it's funny. When I get on here, I almost always just talk about Jesus for the most part because, well, that's the only way to get you to understand and anything that I talk about outside of that kind of doesn't isn't gonna have a lot of meaning to people because well because Jesus is the one who told you that he's the light in the way and therefore anything I say above and beyond kind of becomes irrelevant but this relationship I have with the Holy Spirit is just all that in a bag of chips oh I do want to say especially since I'm talking about talking to the Holy Spirit which is a voice in my head that I should tell you, I don't expect you to believe a word I say, that the truth of the matter is that I don't want you to believe in me, I want you to believe in Jesus, and I want you to get to know the Holy Spirit, which is the thought of my Father, which is also your Father. The question is, do you know that yet? And if you do, well then now's a great time to have a relationship with Him, because Jesus said you could. and. So, I'm telling you that what Jesus said was true. And there's the dilemma. The dilemma is that most of the churches aren't preaching Jesus, they're preaching the Bible. And well, they tell you what you want to hear, not what it is you need to hear in order to receive the kingdom that you actually would love to want to see in your death, you can actually have in your life. And that is to know love by experience. And if you weren't wanting to know peace and love and joy and give to another what it is you'd seek for yourself, well, then you never really wanted the kingdom anyway, friend, because that's what the kingdom is. And I can't explain to you how it is because it's even more than that. But Jesus said we'd never be able to explain it. Well, he, he, you know, he gave these parables and really didn't say anything, even though he said something about it all the while. And now I found that I'm in the same boat I have this thing he talked about, yet I've got nothing at all. And I have a voice in my head that talks to me. I'll tell you why it talks to me. My father gave me this because, well, Jesus said I could have it. But the truth is that, well, if I don't get the love I need from the Holy Spirit, from my father, then I need to get more love from people, which means I need to have relationships that are much more... Um, attached in my life. 
you know, in a relationship, you know, where one person loves the other and they give them what they need or they're trying to. Excuse me. So the, um, for some reason this morning, there might be some pollen in the air or something, I'm not sure. I don't know why, but I seem to have a little bit of a sniffle going on. But anyway, this Holy Spirit is just the greatest thing ever. And it isn't going to give you anything that you don't want. Yet, you can't have anything that it has until you've chose that love is what you want. And you don't necessarily need it to the level that Jesus had it or the level of what it is that I'm seeking to have it. But I know people that have it and they they still have everything else in their life. And well, it depends on what it is your purpose is that God gives you. And I'm not here to tell you what that is because the truth of the matter is you have to seek the kingdom first to know that. Jesus gave us this message and he said some very hard things things that people don't want to believe and one of me said is you have to become willing to die in order to live well friend i found that to be true because until i became willing to die i couldn't receive my life because well you don't understand friends what i am is i'm a big chicken i'm afraid of my own shadow i'm out here walking in the woods <laughs> And that's not something I'd have done in the past when I was before. Because when I don't have faith, friend, I'm afraid of people. I'm afraid of animals. My imagination will come up with things that just don't even exist pretty much. From all those wonderful movies I watched. I mean, I can just have all kind of fear. But this Holy Spirit takes all this fear from me and gives me this new thought, which is the one of love. And, well, if I'm willing to die, well, then my fear really doesn't have any power against me because the only thing it has to take from me is my life. And if I'm willing to give that, there's just nothing it really can have. Except when it does. And that's the thing about this. My father isn't looking for perfection. I was just talking to him this morning and saying that the truth of the matter is that I just don't have the courage to do what it is he asks and as always he reminded me that I don't have to have more courage than I do at this very moment and that is just enough to get me through to the next moment because you can't have courage I don't need to have courage to do things that he doesn't want me to do and if he wanted me doing something well I'd be doing it right now so therefore, I don't have to have faith that has the strength to endure later. I only need to have the faith that it takes to endure now. So that's just the way that works. Sometimes. Morning. Good morning. Just two of us. Thank you. Yep. So sometimes in the morning. Morning. Good morning. Two mountain bikers passing me by on the trail. So, that made me lose my thought completely, <laughs> as it always does. That's why I like coming out here early. I thought I was going to beat everybody out here, but evidently I'm not the only person who thought early on a Friday morning. So, 
Love is the way, and now I completely thought, forgot what it was. And the thing about these podcasts is you can't restart them. It's either you delete the whole thing or you just keep going. And for me, I'm not here to do anything fancy, friend. I'm here just to tell you that, well, my father loves you. And because he loves you, I love you. And that you can have this thing called the Holy Spirit, but you have to want it. And the price is high and the path is narrow. I've said these things over and over. I don't even know why I say it except for the Holy Spirit puts me on here talking. And it's a dialogue that may never have any meaning to anybody, even though I have a couple people that say they watch it and enjoy it, or listen to it. I say watch it like it's a video. Listen to it. But I don't have any idea what he's going to do with me in my life. That's kind of the unique thing about this. Love gives to another what it seeks for itself. And well, I just don't know what to give anymore because... Well, when I was in relationships, I knew what I was supposed to give, and that's what the other person wanted, right? That's the way this love is sacrifice in relationship. The problem is, when it comes to giving it to God, well, you can't know until God gives you what it is He wants done, and He has a way of doing that in a slow process. And He never gives you anything, really, in advance for the most part. I sometimes know where I'm going or what I need to do, but most of the time... I pretty much don't know anything until about the moment I'm doing it. Which is great because actually Jesus said that that's the way this is supposed to work. See, Jesus is the one who taught me how to do this. Because I watched what Jesus did and I listened to what he said. And if you do that, you can find the truth. Because the world's going to tell you that it's wrong and that you should be worried about what it is the world wants. But the truth is, friend, one thing that the Holy Spirit has taught me... And then I realize, and helps me get through this whenever I start losing faith, is that there is no purpose in this world, friend. The only purpose this world has is the one we give it. No one can tell us who we are. No one can tell us what we have to be. Now, in other countries, you might get killed immediately for that. But here in, in America, where I live, which is the land of the free and the home of the brave... You can be anything you want, and if you're not being what it is you want to be here, well, friend, you've got no excuse except for that you let other people tell you who you were. And I understand that you did that because I did the same thing, friend. People hurt me. People did things to me. People told me I had to be one thing when I thought I needed to be another, and I didn't listen because I was afraid. So I'm not telling you this is about getting it right. It's about getting it wrong. But that's the joy about this journey, see? It just goes on and on. Life was never about the destination. It was always about the journey. And, well, I just never knew that. And a couple times I got a hold of that and understood it. I enjoyed it for a minute. And before I got wrapped back up in that world and the fear and the thought of Satan and selfishness. And then all of a sudden I was back to being a slave to my own will. So being a... Well, being my father's servant is just the greatest thing ever because, well, I don't have a will of my own, so I don't have a will to be a slave to, and he doesn't give me anything more than I need. I just get what I need at the moment I need it, and that's all I've got. And sometimes I'm not sure if that's enough or not, but it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, friend, this life, it doesn't matter how bad it goes from now till whenever. 
because the truth of the matter is that love is the way and that no matter what happens we're going to end up finding what it is we want in our lives we just don't know that until we choose it but that's what I'm on here talking about see friend is that well free will is freely given and freely received and if you want my father's will then all you have to do is choose it but choosing it means you have to choose something means you have to realize that there is nothing to be except for what it is you are and what everyone else has been telling you if it isn't that you were a child of my father that well they lied they told you you can't do something because well the, the world says you shouldn't well they lied the truth of the matter is that love is the way it's always been the way and it will always be the way and I'm gonna tell you the more I realized I had freedom before I truly understood love because I was not afraid of this thing that people call hell because I did not believe in eternal suffering my selfishness got carried away with me sometimes my lust was quite lustful and that's just the way it was so I'm not here to tell you that I'm right I'm here to tell you that I'm wrong but I'm here to tell you that if a person like me that has been selfish and hateful at different times in this life especially in his youth, and had to go through hell in order to find a thing called the kingdom. Well, I'm telling you, if I can do it, friend, you can do it too. And that you're just going to have to come to this place where Jesus is going to have to come to mean a lot to you, and you're going to have to start studying Jesus, because what I'm telling you here makes all the sense in the world to me, but it won't make sense to a lot of people, because, well, they're so attached to their who they are, and that everyone else is responsible for the hate in their life when the truth of the matter, friend, is that there's only one person responsible for the thoughts in our head, friend, and that is us. Because nobody can put them there except us. The problem is that without Jesus, without this Holy Spirit, this holy thought, we don't have other thoughts to replace them with, and we think we're stuck with those thoughts because that's all we have to work with. Well, I'm here to tell you, that if you do what Jesus said, and you start doing the things that he asked, and you start really studying him, and you make it about him, and you start making this about love thy neighbor as thyself, and you start trying to become a servant, servant like he asked. But you got to study him. you got to understand how to do it, because there's, there's a lot to it, friend. This kingdom just isn't an easy thing to find, even though it's easy all the while. If you heard what I was saying, and you really believed it, then you could accomplish it pretty quick actually I do believe the problem is you're not going to believe me because well I'm not without sin but Jesus was and you can believe in him because of his works friend I've got no works my works are hidden a little bit of stuff that I've got going on uh, is is hidden for the treasure for me and my father because those are my weapons that keep my kingdom because I tell you, I have the thought of Satan just like Jesus did, just like you do. This thought of Satan is my thought of selfishness and my thought of fear. And it would devour me whole if it had an opportunity, because that's what it does. I'm not mad at it. My father's taught me that all I have to do is forgive it, love it for what it was, and then let it go. 
And as long as I don't take credit for what God is doing good for me in my life now, then I don't have to take credit for the bad that I did before. But that means I can't give you credit for anything either, friend. I've got to give it all to my father, which means I don't hold a debt. I don't hold any debt to you, friend. Everything that you've been, you, you ask, and my father will forgive it, period. And if my father will forgive it, friend, I'll forgive it because there's just no other way to be except to be like my father in heaven. And I know that he's going to forgive you well because Jesus showed me. Jesus said, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And that Jesus forgave everybody for everything, even as they came to whip, beat, and crucify him, friend. I tell you these things over and over, different times, different podcasts, different episodes. But I'm really here saying the same thing. But if you're like me, you're starting to figure something out. And that is that the only way to change the thoughts we had are to have new thoughts. And the only way to have new thoughts are to reprogram our mind with new, higher, more loving, positive thoughts. And that is the thoughts of Jesus, the thoughts of the Christ, the thoughts of my Father. And if you make love and forgiveness and non-judgment your path, well, friend, your world is about to open up to a whole new way of seeing things. But that going to have a price, see, because, well, you can't have everything while leaving everyone else nothing and still pretend that you're in alignment with God's will. You've got to start really seeking this Holy Spirit and let God make the decision. you got to become willing to die in order to live, and then because you're willing to die, then he can give you what is yours, see. I tell you, he has my life, but the funny thing is, I still have a job, I still have a car, I still have an apartment. But it's his job, it's his car, and it's his apartment. I'm talking on his phone and using his lips, friend. Because the truth of the matter is, I don't want my life anymore. I have messed it up from top to bottom. And every time I try to figure something out for myself, this thought of Satan gets a hold of me. And it'll talk me into doing something selfish and seeing why it is you're wrong and I'm right. And that just doesn't bring me any peace and it doesn't... Give me what it is I want to give to my father. So now I only have one purpose, and that is the purpose my father gives me. And that right now seems to be to be talk on these podcasts. And I'm realizing that I don't come across perfect. And that's the most beautiful thing, friend, because my father isn't looking for perfection. He's looking for love. That's all he ever wanted, relationship. So if you're willing to give him a relationship... And give him the love that he's seeking. Well then you're about to embark on a new journey and a new life. That will be beyond your wildest dreams. And I don't care what religion you come from friend. I'm not here like there's Christians trying to tell you I'm getting something you're not going to get. Because friend I told you I don't believe in this internal hell. What I do believe in is the eternal moment of now. And if you're letting suffering happen now you're going to let it happen to you then. That's just the way it is friend. And that doesn't mean I can save the world, because that's what Jesus taught me. Jesus didn't save the world, friend. Jesus saved 12 people, which then saved 12 more. And look what happened. There are millions upon millions upon millions of Christians. And I'm telling you, Jesus went way beyond the Christian faith, because you have all these other faiths, but they're still influenced by Jesus. There's just all this stuff in this world that is influenced by the love of Christ. 
So even stuff that isn't necessarily what would be officially called the love of Christ ends up being the love of Christ. There's a thing called the 12-step program, friend, to help people recover from addiction. And that process is all about forgiveness and all about love and all about what Jesus said. Those 12 steps are my Father's message from beginning to end. And anybody follows that path is going to find 12 steps to the kingdom. Because the 12th step at the end of that is, said having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, that we are going to practice these principles in all our affairs and do good for other people is basically what it's saying. And so what it's saying is that since if you had an addiction, the only way to not stay addicted is to help another person become unaddicted, to help another person live a good life, to bring someone that's in the dark into the light. That's those spiritual principles in that 12 steps. Well, that's a Jesus thing if I ever heard it. I don't care whether you believe in Jesus or not. If you believe those 12 steps work and they work for you, friend, I'm telling you, if you get to know Jesus, you're going to find out that it was actually him that created that. That was a Christian-based thing. But I'm not attached to that because I'll tell you, it's not that people don't want to believe in Jesus. They don't want to believe in what the Christians are saying because the Christians are saying hypocrisy, and I don't blame the world for being upset about it. Friend, I'll tell you, I about went an atheist myself because I just didn't believe in what they were saying about what Jesus said because they're praying to God and they call this nation one nation under God and then they take us to war and killing each other in the name of Jesus. Friend, there ain't no killing in the name of Jesus. There might be killing in the name of America, but don't you do it in the name of my father because my father just ain't having it no more. I don't want you to understand. I want you to understand, friend. My father showing me some things. And this nation declared itself one nation under God, and there's a price to pay for that. Because my father, well, he's not going to let it stand. Not because he's angry, but because we're making decisions that are making people turn away from him. And Jesus said, love thy neighbor as thyself and turn the other cheek. Friend, this nation is like every other nation. It has to protect itself. It's of the world. And therefore, it is not of my Father. And if you would clarify that, maybe it would make the price a little lower. But at this point, we've kind of got his name on our bills. The President of the United States stood in a church in Florida and said that a preemptive strike on a foreign nation was my Father's will. Friend, that was hypocrisy. That man doesn't even know Jesus. And he might have read him somewhere, but I highly doubt it, friend. And the Christians are saying he's a man of God because I'll tell you, they're just as evil as the guy that they're following. That's just the way it is. Because I'll tell you, it isn't that he's evil. Money is evil. Money is, creates selfishness. These, na- these corporations, friend, are devouring our children, and we refuse to look at it. That's the truth. The truth is we have chosen money over the love of Christ. And because we've done that, we've made some really bad decisions in this country and in this world. And we're not looking at the truth of what it is. And I don't want to be the one talking it because I don't want to be nailed to a cross any more than anybody else, friend. But I told you I promised my father my life. And because I've given him my life, he has my death. 
So it doesn't matter what y'all do to me. What matters is what I do for my father between now and the day I quit breathing. And since he gave me this Holy Spirit so that I could have a relationship with him that would allow me to have strength above and beyond my ability, because I'm telling you, friend, I am a coward from the word go, and I have no clue how to do anything unless my father does it for me. So I come out here and I walk in the woods because, well, I just don't know what else to do. I come out here and talk to him so that he can talk me into doing the right thing, even when it seems wrong. Because here's the truth. The truth is that there is no judgment in what I'm saying. Because there is no evil, except the evil we create. Jesus told you that we create this thought, which is, which is not. And I'm telling you, this thought of Satan has no power except the power we give it. Except the power we gave it is what we gave to those corporations. Corporations are what is not. And I've just explained that in like a previous episode. But until we realize that Jesus meant what he said when he said that you cannot serve God and money, you're going to love one and hate the other, be loyal to one and despise the other. We refuse to accept that that is the truth, and we allow selfishness to rule our lives. And I'm not accusing you of it, friend. I'm accusing myself of it. Friend, I'm the largest hypocrite you ever saw. The fact that I'm even on here talking this stuff on these episodes, I should nail myself to the cross. That's to be quite honest with you. But that isn't what my father did with me. I come from the dark, friend. I've come out of the dark and came to this message on more than one occasion and went back. I saw the truth. It put me in a psychiatric hospital. You all know I'm a voice here. That's why it is. I hear the voice of God, right? But it doesn't matter whether I'm right or wrong. Jesus is right. And you don't have to believe a word I say because the only thing I'm trying to do is get you to read what he said because if you believe, if you listen to him, you'll find the truth of love and the love of truth and you'll find something that is just beyond what you'll ever understand. This thing called love is the greatest thing ever. This thing called forgiveness. And so what I... I don't want people to be angry. I want people to love thy neighbor as thyself. I want everyone to find forgiveness for one another. This is a perfect time, friend. This coronavirus has everybody afraid. It's time to let go of the fear and grab a hold of the love and realize that all of these things that we're afraid of, we chose for ourselves. But if we choose this thought of God, this thought of love, this thought of forgiveness, and we make our lives about that and we start asking God what it is we can do to help each other, by helping him and help him by helping each other then friend we come out of this place with the kingdom that it will be worth having however i'm not under the illusion that the world's going to make that decision before the darkness comes that's the truth however what i'm telling you is that you don't have to wait around to see whether i'm right or wrong you can instead choose what jesus said start looking at what he said and doing what he asked and start seeking this kingdom. If the light's here, why not use it to find the light? Why not know the light while you're in the light? And bring the light to the dark, because that's what happens, friends. Each person, because there's darkness even in the light, and there's, there's light in the dark. And God will send you somewhere to be a light to somebody that's feeling dark, and it doesn't matter what neighborhood it's in, or whether it's here or there, it'll be wherever, because... My father puts me wherever he feels like putting me, and that's where I'm at. And as you can tell, I'm standing in a beautiful park along a stream, just 
in what I would consider heaven while I'm waiting out this coronavirus when I'm not sitting on the computer like I am mostly all day doing groups and trainings and stuff. So it's like, so I'm not telling you where God's going to put you. I'm telling you that if you just trust God that he will put you in amazing places doing amazing things. And you will end up with a life beyond your wildest dreams. And we're getting close to the end of time again. And remember, friend, that I'm really talking to you that are suffering because what Jesus said that he came to help those that are suffering. The truth of the matter is there's a lot of wonderful people out there that are pretending as though they know Jesus because they think if they say they accept him as their savior that they'll get this free ticket to the kingdom. But that isn't what Jesus said, friend. So I'm telling you, if you're in hell and you're suffering, then know that you can get out of that and you don't have to wait till you're dead. You don't have to take your own life to do it. You can find a new truth, a new higher love, and I'm telling you, Jesus has it. If you love thy neighbor as thyself, selfishness is the nature of all our suffering. I don't know how to explain that to you until you figure it out for yourself, but I'm telling you, Jesus can start you down this path and show you something that will just change your life forever. And the kingdom that you seek, you'll be giving, and because you're giving it, well, you'll end up getting it, and then because you have it here, you'll end up with it there. But it's one of those things that I can't explain. It's kind of unexplainable. But that's the way that goes. So know that I love you because my Father loves you and because Jesus loves you. And I'm going to forgive you because my Father's going to forgive you. And because Jesus already forgave you. My Father already did. See, he's, he's not only here, he's there. He's in the beginning and the end. So even though you're unforgiven still, you're forgiven already. How do I explain these things? Well, friend, down to seconds. May God bless you and yours.